0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, guys. It's Jordan from the Balance Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. my weekly podcast taste of Taylor okay so I wanted to close the year out 2023 with a solo podcast uh just to like reflect on the year and to look forward to my goals for 2024 tis the season for New Year's resolutions and I definitely have a New Year's resolution in mind this year that I think it definitely will benefit me So much, but I also think it will benefit the world from the monster that is I. My New Year's resolution is for me and my fucking huge mouth to stop getting me in trouble. My mouth gets me in more trouble than anything else in the world. And it's gotten so much better. I'm in such a better place, at least in 2023, than I've been in the past. I mean, your girl used to yell at strangers. I picked fights with people at really important work parties. I almost ruined my relationship with my brother because I yelled at his roommate. And then I went to therapy because my wife was going to divorce me if I didn't. And then I got on medication and things are a lot better. I mean, I was a bad bad, bad girl back in the day oh god i was so bad it's so embarrassing you guys for the stories but just in case we're always getting new listeners here and also you know she loves to repeat herself um let's just quickly go through how bad it was because I just want to give myself a little bit of credit that like it's so much better than it was but we're still not quite there and alas, I'm still getting myself in trouble. Me and my big fucking stupid mouth. Still getting me in a pickle. And here's the deal. Sometimes it's like small things. And usually when it's like small things, I'm a very good apologizer so I can get myself out of it. But other times when it's like small things, I'm just like living in the land of bathos and misery. And I just like shame spiral in my, in my own mind. And then like it ends up not even being a big deal at all. So like that's why I say like I'm doing it. I'm doing it for the world. I'm doing it for my wife. But I'm also doing it for me. Because like I can't. Shame spiral anymore. Like Tay and I went out with Claudette and Ben and Margot, and then we met up with Brian Kelly at um, Zero Bond. Name dropping and also location dropping. See, I'm doing. I'm still doing it. Like that's the kind of shit that I'm like. After the like in the moment, I'm like that makes me sound cool. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, what I say that, that sounds so stupid. I hope it not make it feel with. Like I just live in a land of self torture. But we went out. And I mean, this was like less my mouth uh, related and more alcohol related. But the next day I was shame spiraling so hard. That's That's why I love my crew so much is because there's truly nothing I could say that would really ever make them like not love me. But like... It doesn't stop me from shame spiraling, you know what I mean? Um, But like, oh God, the next day I was just like, please tell me everybody was blackout like me so nobody remembered anything. (laughs) So there was a time that Tay and I went to Andy Cohen's pride party and it was like all gay guys. There was like myself, Tay and Chris Burns, who's also a lesbian and Darren Karp, who's a lesbian. And then there was a bisexual girl who obviously I didn't like because I was scared she would (laughs) steal my wife away from me. And then, like, Kennedy, the VJ from MTV. That was, like, it for women. It was, like, all men. There's no safer environment for a lesbian couple than surrounded by gay men. But a lot! I was able to pick a fight and get insecure and I fought with this man I mean who knows who this guy was he could have been Andy Cohen's best friend he could have been like a fucking agent he could have been like a studio head at a network I want to work at someday Uh, but that doesn't stop me from being a bitch to him because I thought in my paranoid brain that he was saying I wasn't good enough for my wife because when my wife introduced me to him after she was talking to him he's like you guys are married anyway Chris Burns uh, was able to explain to me after the fact a little too late Chris that he wasn't, I thought he was like, cause he was like, you're married? Like, no. And I thought that was his way of saying, I wasn't good enough for her. Why would she be married to somebody as low as me? but that's not what he was saying. Chris Burns was like, no, I think he genuinely thought that you guys were straight because you guys are very passing. And he was actually shocked that you were, like he thought you were joking, that you were lesbians. Like he thought that you guys were just like friends and you guys were just like, we're lesbians. That was the moment that got me on my medication that I take now from my mood swings. You know that John Mayer song? I'm never speaking up again. I'm never speaking up again. Starting now, starting now. Oh. One more thing, why's it my fault? Why do I try so hard? It's not the dawn of this desire just to want to be liked, just to want to be funny. Well, I guess the joke's on me, so call me Captain Backfire. I'm never speaking up again, it only hurts me. Oh, yeah. I'd rather be a mystery than she desert me. Oh, I'm John Mayer. Oh, God. Yeah, I really relate to that song. I also really relate to um, Drops of Jupiter by Train. Your best friend's always sticking up for you, even when they know you're wrong, which never happens to me with my wife. And I always look at her when that song comes on, like, you're going to do it. And then she's like, no, because you're a fucking asshole. So how can I stick up for you? Which she is not wrong about. Okay, so anyway. What else did me and my big stupid fucking mouth get in trouble for this year? Oh right, this was a big one. So I was on tour with Stassi, and I did my set. I don't even know, but you know what? Maybe this isn't me and my big fucking stupid mouth fault. I think that this is somebody in the audience. I can't be responsible for everybody's feelings, okay? So I think that this one was on this bitch. But like, you know, my set as we went on tour got tighter and tighter and tighter. And like, I guess you could say it was like like a, a script. I mean, the show was not scripted whatsoever, but like my opening set, like it's a monologue. So obviously it's like a comedy set, like a uh, news fucking flash comedy sets are basically scripted. I mean, there's like crowd work and you can kind of like go off the cuff, but like all in all, like it's like, a speech that you've memorized kind of but in the beginning you're still kind of like working jokes through and that's like you do the crowd work so you're like oh that joke crushes oh that one kind of gets nothing so like it is kind of ever evolving so it was like within the first like I'd say 10 shows and we were in Chicago and Chicago I thought I I just like "Ah." I was just letting it rip you know it's like I feel like it's New York, Chicago, L.A. Like, there's definitely some cities you're in that you're like, oh, maybe they're, like, a little bit more conservative. So, like, I might, like, try to, like, not be a psycho. But other places, I kind of just felt like I was, like, free to, like, let it rip. And I thought that way in Chicago. And, man, was I wrong this one night. This lady... I think this bitch be crossing straight lines because she was like a Bible-thumping bitch. Oh, see, that's probably got me in trouble with some people. If you love Jesus, I'm not saying that you're this, but you know who I'm talking about. Anyway, so I did my set, and I did go off a little bit on a tirade about, like, (laughs) not wanting to have kids and that they're assholes that steal your money. Um, But, like, that's a me-fear. That's not, like... Your child is an asshole that steals your money. Or maybe your child is an asshole who does steal your money. So don't fucking take your frustration with them out on me for speaking the truth and holding a mirror up to your goddamn face. But alas, something I said, probably that kind of triggered her. And I also happened to mention in my set, too, that, like, I was going to be Stassi and Bose, that we were going to be their son's godmothers. And this woman, whoo! She went crazy on social media. And uh, she was really mad at me and said that I was the worst person in the world. And she said that she literally made a graphic and put it on her like Instagram with a picture of me and it spun around. Like, girl, wait to take like your time to like make me so important. And she was like, This is an awful person. Ooh, that hurt. And then it was like this whole thing about like she like was like. Storying. And she said that she left the venue because I was so disgusting and like I was in I was not a feminist And how could like a devil worshiper like I be a godparent and then of course she was like basically just saying that nobody should go see the show and that like I was a horrible choice and to basically boycott Stassi because she had me open for her and see that's the thing with that one It was that like I was like say what you want about me kind of fuck off but it was more like I didn't want to let Stassi down because like I love her so much and you know I like want to do a good job opening for her and like the idea that like somebody would give her show a bad review because of me or like leave a show and not even get to see the rest of the show because of something I said was like I felt horrible but Stassi was like are you fucking kidding me no I love you I support you like she didn't even skip a beat so that one I was able to recover from but yeah I mean I guess that kind of counts as me and my big fucking stupid mouth getting me in trouble. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Every Plate. Hoping to budget your food expenses this holiday season? Yeah, girl, me too. Well, get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit. Yep, I'm talking about Every Plate. Choose Every Plate over takeout to save money while still enjoying fresh, satisfying meals. Their meals are delicious and 50% cheaper than your average fast casual meal. They're the easiest and most delicious way to eat affordably. Also, every plate recipes include only the highest quality ingredients, including sustainably sourced seafood that meets the Monterey Bay Aquarium seafood rankings, so you know your meal will be fresh and flavorful. And every plate provides plenty of delicious variety, so you'll never get stuck in a cooking rut. With 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week, it's easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day. I recently made the crispy buffalo ranch chicken with honey roasted carrots and mashed potatoes out of this world. My wife was like, this is the best thing you've ever made, which, you know, kind of hurt my feelings because uh, I have a lot of recipes for my mom that I think are pretty good. But alas, every plate is continuing to crush the competition. The holidays are busy AF, but with every plate, you can actually take your time back with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals that are ready in six simple steps. Every plate plans the meals for you and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door so you can spend less time meal prepping and more time relaxing and resting over the holidays, which is what it's all about. What are you waiting for? Get started with Every Plate for just $1.49 per meal plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49TAYLOR. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem $1 steak. That's E-V-E-R-Y-P-L-A-T-E dot com slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T and enter my code 49TAYLOR. Again, that's everyplate.com slash podcast and my code 49Taylor. And now back to the podcast. And then there was the time, and this one happened recently, where, oh God. <laughs> uh, it still hurts to say aloud. So... Hmm. so over thanksgiving uh i was with family obviously and we spent some time with my family but then we also got a chance to spend time with Tay's side of the family we were all just you know like eating hanging out what family does but it was like the end of the thanksgiving break so like everybody had been like on a four day eating spree if you will and I'm the queen of like relating to people feeling like oh I feel so gross oh I've gained all this weight like my personality trait is self-deprecating my weight like that's what I do that's like who I am but ever since I've been on the zempies, semaglutides munjaro whatever whatever you know what I'm talking about skinny shots I, like, can't connect on that level, and so it's kind of, like, stunted me, and, like, I get a little tongue-tied, and I don't know what to say. Anyway, so my brother-in-law, who is, like, so insanely good-looking, there are no words, but my brother-in-law was just, like, complaining, like, everybody fucking does over Thanksgiving, like, oh, my God, I, like, swear to God, it feels like I've gained, like, 15 pounds or whatever, and... Old me would have been like, oh my God, I'm getting 30. Are you kidding me? But like, everybody knows I'm not gaining weight. I'm actually losing weight over Thanksgiving. Thanks to Zempick. So I felt like it'd be like so phony baloney if I was like, yeah, me too. He was like, oh my God, I've been eating like so much. Like, oh, enough, I'm sick of myself. And then I'm like, yeah. And then he was like, oh my God, give me some of your shots, you know, like LOLOL. And I, like, didn't know what to say, and so I just remember, and, like, this is all happening in, like, the snap of a finger. don't remember. Like, it might sound like I'm, like, planning this out, but, like, in a conversation, you have split seconds to make, like, decisions about your what you're going to say. And I'm a professional talker and storyteller and a emoter, so, like, you would think I'd be fucking good at this, but alas, I am not. So... I just like think he's so cool and love him so much. So I like wanted to say something to be like, yeah, you're my best friend, fist pound, man. And like, I also am like so close to him. So I don't know why I was being such like a weirdo. But anyway, in my mind, I'm like, like, you got to say something to him about like, first of all, you don't even look like you gain weight. And second of all, even if you did, like, who cares? Like you're a snack. Yeah, that's what I should have said. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, be like, oh, you, like, always look good, dude. But, like, dude, whatever. And then I, like, again, rapid fire, I'm, like, trying to think of, like, like, what's a sweet word? Like, honey or, like, darling or or sweetie or whatever. But, like, that's not really his vibe. Like, sweetie snookums. So, again, rapid fire, I'm, like, going through, like, what are, like, some pet names that we call him? So him and his wife call each other mommy and daddy because they have kids (laughs) but like that's what they call each other like for example my wife and I call each other Rita and it's a very long story but like now some of our friends because we call each other Rita so much like our family members like they'll actually call us Rita because it's just like we say it so much that it's now become like It's our nickname, but it's also zero sexual. Rita, 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 how about yes? But I like, again, rapid fire, I'm trying to think of like something like that, like a nickname, something endearing that I can say to him that's not weird. And what I came up with in that split second was the worst thing I could have said. I was like, oh, come on, you always look good, no matter what. Daddy. Oh. 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 oh, I still to this day will never forgive myself. And like he didn't respond. Like I couldn't tell if he heard me or not, but like there was no reaction. And as the words came out of my mouth, I instantly regretted them. And then I'm like, Then I was like, I'm going to make fun of myself. But then he didn't like even react to it. And then my sister didn't react to it either. And because she was in the room, she was standing right there. And then I'm like, oh my God, did they, maybe there's a chance they didn't hear me. But then I'm like, oh my God, the rest of the day, like I was just like walking around and then I would be like, in my brain would be like daddy. And I was like, oh God, oh God. Oh god oh god so but I was like the more time that lapsed the weirder it would be to bring it up and I was like kicking myself like if I had just like made fun of myself in that moment like I'm usually really good at catching myself it could have been like a funny joke but like now that I haven't said anything it's gonna be so fucking weird so I didn't say anything and then the next day I was in the shower with my wife okay it, trust me we weren't like up to not nefarious behavior We have a double headed shower and let's get real. Let's get, let's have a real conversation for a second. Nobody. Okay. Like sex in the shower. It's like water you would think would be like slippy, but it's almost like repellent of lubrication. It's the opposite. How does water make things so dry? So like, Girls, definitely. Two women, we are not even going to be fucking around with sex in the shower. And I'm just sorry for all you straight women that have to, like, pretend to like it with your dumb straight manses. Oh, so we're just in the shower, just showering. Honestly, I just like to, if I can't bring my iPad in, I would like my wife there to keep me company. One time she thought she heard a ghost in the shower and I'm totally freaked out. She had her eyes closed and she was shampooing and then she came out of the shower and she's like, did you just come in the shower and talk to me? And I was like, no. I was downstairs and she's like, I had my eyes closed and I was shampooing and all of a sudden I heard, hello? I'm like, what? So now I can't go in the shower without my iPad or her. So anyway, I digress. So we're in the shower and I'm like, Tay, I have something to tell you that I said to our brother-in-law yesterday. And she was like, what? And I said, I called him daddy. And then her reaction, like I thought she'd be like, oh my God, who cares? And she was like, ew, weird. And it was just like creeping me out so much so then she made me feel worse classic Rita and so then like later that night I was talking to my sister and I told her well, I, I tattled on myself I had to I was I was like a, living in a shame spiral and she laughed so fucking hard and she literally was like I was there and I don't even remember I bet he didn't even hear it and then she told him the story and he was like so what if she called me daddy we're family I love her she can call me daddy she can call me she wants she could never say anything that wouldn't make me love her i never wanted to feel weird about me which is like the sweetest nicest reaction ever i am so lucky to have the in-laws that i have and that is not lost to me but anyway that was like one of my most shameful moments of 2023 it ended up having a happy ending but and then like oh my god uh, like two days before that tay and i were flying back What is wrong with me? God, these are so recent. I'm sure there's been so many more this year I'm missing. But Tay and I were flying back from my parents from Thanksgiving, and I had these like gold boots on. And like they're really snazzy and jazzy. But I was trying not to overpack when I went home for Thanksgiving because I didn't want to fucking check a bag. So I just wore these boots on the plane. And on the way home, I was wearing like sweatpants and like a dirty sweatshirt. And then I had these like jazzy boots on underneath. But like, the sweatpants were, like, wide, legs like, so you could kind of not see them. But I was like, I look like a, a lady of the night who's doing, like, the walk of shame on the airplane. You know what I mean? So I was just hoping nobody could see the boots. So we get on the plane, and this flight attendant is like, oh, my God, cool boots. And because I'm an insecure piece of shit, I don't know if she being earnest. Is she not? But, like, in this moment, I had a beer at the bar, so I was, like, feeling myself. Was feeling myself. Was feeling my, feeling my. I was like, oh, thank you. And she was like, they're cool. And I was like, these are like my cozies, but like, I and I know they're clothes to wear, but like, obviously this isn't an outfit, but like, you know, like, obviously I wouldn't put these boots with this outfit, but like, I didn't like want to check my bag. And so like, I wanted to carry on. So like, I had to wear them on the plane. And I'm like, spiraling and don't forget like we're on the plane we're boarding so you know like when the flight attendants there's always like two are standing like right at the front by the cockpit like they're stuck and I'm stuck and I should just shut up but I just keep going oh my god it's like the more uncomfortable I get the worse I make the situation for all parties she's like oh my god please make this woman go away and I'm like stop it stop it but then my mouth just keeps going I wish it ended there, but I didn't. And she was like, oh, well, they're really cool. And I was like, I got them at Zara, which is like my thing. Like I always think it's important to tell people where you get things and they compliment you. Cause it's like, obviously if they're complimenting you they want to know where you got it. Like, isn't that weird when someone compliments you or you compliment somebody's outfit and then they're like, thanks and just walk away. Like that's gross. So it's like, of course they're curious. Somebody said to me the other day, love your jacket. Thanks, no, I'm a Kamali. Like I am, I'm a giving girl. Okay, I'm a sharer. That's how I like to live my life. So I was like, Zara. And she was like, oh, they're cute. And again, stop. I kept going. Shut the fuck up, killer. But no, I didn't. I kept going. And then I was like, (laughs) I bought three pairs. I bought three pairs because I love them so much. And like, these pair are like, they're really good and they're really comfortable, but like, they're like the best shoes ever. Like they're so low, but they're like really like flattering and they're so comfy and you can like wear them all around. They like go like with sweatpants like I'm wearing, but they also go with like super fancy outfits. And so like I got three pairs because like when I find a pair of shoes that I love, I love those shoes and like I build all my outfits around them. What is, it? What is wrong with me? I build all my outfits around them. And then like when the shoes die, like I die, like me, like a small piece of my soul like literally comes out of my butt hole. And so like I got three pairs and she looks at me and she goes like this, I love that for you. And <laughs> I'm like, all oh, gone. I'm self aware enough to know when somebody is overwhelmed by me and thinks I'm a Lahu le- who- zaher. So, anyway, because she was a stranger, this is the thing because I do this so often, I'm able to kind of like let go of the strangers. At least it's not my family uh, <laughs> who I'm going to live with for the rest of my life. Man, when we have a kid someday, I'm going to embarrass the shit out of my child. I'm already, I'm embarrassing myself. You know what's the craziest thing is? Taylor didn't even know this story and she was standing right behind me. Like she has trained her, she's evolved her ears to like roll a flap down and like completely disassociate from her body. And like, like she was like, I can't wait to hear this plane story. I'm like, you were standing right there. You didn't hear it. She is totally checked out when it comes to me, which honestly is a survival tactic. So I support whatever she needs to do to just not run away from me screaming. But the thing that got me in the most trouble (laughs) this year, go figure, was me in my big fucking stupid mouth talking about Brittany Mahomes. Brittany fucking Mahomes! Can you even? I am, I am confused, I am shook, I did not see this one coming from a fucking million miles away. I was introduced to the concept of Brittany Mahomes. Wherever I am podcasting, I am probably within the last two months talking about Brittany Mahomes. I'm a woman obsessed. I have traded Kate Bosworth for Brittany Mahomes, okay? So I blame my wife and my sister-in-law because they are Eagles fans. And like last year, they introduced me to this girl, Brittany Mahomes, married to Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. And she's always on the field doing TikToks with the brother and she's the worst. And she sprayed champagne on Chiefs fans in the cold when she was in a box. And she is the worst. And so then I went down this like TikTok spiral of like a lot of people on the internet. The internet seems to like not like Brittany Mahomes. I thought it was like a thing. I thought it was like a thing. And like, you guys know me, I don't fucking know sports. Boo sports, fuck sports. So like me, God forbid, trying to like get involved in sports, Brady Mahomes was my foray. But apparently I picked the wrong pony, according to some people. But like I thought this this was like a safe thing to go after. And then she starts to become friends with queen of the world, Taylor Swift. And this is when I knew I was in trouble. So of course I'm me and I have no self-control and I have no fucking filter. So I'm like, and I know how the Swifties be because I am—I I'm, I'm, am—I guess I'm like a fraudulent Swiftie because I—this is me respecting Swifties. I respect Swifties enough to be like I have not been fucking with her forever, so I don't want to like try to front that like I'm like I'm the i am as big as a Swiftie as you are. No, I'm like an infant Swiftie. I'm like a baby Swiftie. This is like a new thing for me, but like I'm here and I'm bored and I respect you guys. I just don't know all the rules. So anyway. At first, when I found they were friends, I'm like, no, Taylor, run for the hills. Everybody hates her. Bad for the brand. But I happen to be overlooking the fact that Taylor Swift can do whatever she wants. And actually, if anything, Taylor Swift being friends with Brittany Mahomes is going to bring her up, not bring Taylor Swift down. Like, hello. So yes, me like not being here for Brittany Mahomes was maybe in retrospect, the wrong course of action. Maybe I should have just like realized that I don't really know a lot about sports. And I guess her husband is like a huge quarterback person. And so I guess we need to be respectful of him. Um, he's like the GOAT or something. So I probably should have let it go. But I'm me, so I didn't. I even have friends like other podcasters like, what's your fucking issue? with Brittany Mahomes and I'm like I really don't have one I like have no I have no skin in this game I really don't know why I chose this hill to die on but alas in 2023 I did and so I talked a little bit of shit here and there okay like I said I didn't like her outfits um I said that the internet didn't like her and like Taylor Swift should steer clear She can change her clothes. She can definitely get, like, a new hairstylist. Like, these are things that are fixable. I think it's mean when you make fun of somebody for something that they can't change. But, like, if you can change an outfit, like, you don't have to wear rhinestones every time you go out to dinner. Like, I feel like it's, like, in the grand scheme of insults or, like, shit-talking. It's, like, pretty minor. And, again, I do this for a living. So, like, I'm pretty good at, like not going too far with like being a mean girl. At least I attempt to. Maybe I'm actually really not that good at that and I should look at that into myself for 2024. I I, I started to like catch the drift that like more people than I realized did like Britney, and maybe I was coming across as like kind of a contasaurus. So like I was definitely trying to regulate, but I still had to be true to my feelings, okay? And I also, she loves to be self-aware and she loves therapy. So I was like kind of trying to like, on air work through this stuff i had towards britney mahomes because i didn't want to i didn't it felt yucky i didn't like it and so i was talking it through to process it so i was on straight up with stassi talking about britney i think it was like the second time i was probably talking about britney on the podcast and stassi thinks it's hilarious like she's like you don't even understand sports (laughs) why does this girl upset you so much like i need to understand it so like i was trying to process and explain it to her simultaneously And I basically, the general gist of it was like, she just doesn't deserve to be besties with Taylor Swift. And she definitely doesn't deserve to be like, going to New York City, I'm jealous. And having like dinner with Sophie Turner and Blake Lively. Blake Lively's like my favorite. Selena Gomez, my number one. Hey girl, hey Selena, I miss you, I love you. Like these girls are like, They're just like elite, they're elite. They're like, they're like the chosen people. They're goddesses. Like they're not just A-listers, they're like the A-list of A-listers. Like these girls run the goddamn world. They're so talented, they're so accomplished. They're so much better than us regular folk. And like I can handle all of them being friends because like they're gazelles and gazelles grace together one of us than one of them and so I'm like if you're gonna let one of us in what does it have to be Brittany Mahomes like that's really the gist of it it's just like why does she get to be in this friend group not fair not fair so if anything let's like, just whittle it down to like I'm being a little jealous bitch okay but, like I was like making fun of her kids I wasn't like saying that like she should go to hell I was just like it's like no fairsies or at least that was my intention. Sometimes I learned in therapy. Sometimes I come across like way different than I intend to. So anyway, that's what I did bad. A little bad, right? After I was on Stassi's podcast, Tay and I were literally home for Thanksgiving. This, this whole Thanksgiving, I'm not realizing, that th- this was a emotionally trying Thanksgiving. I was really on one this Thanksgiving. So we're at my parents and my wife is, she helps produce the Taylor Strecker show and like run the brand that is Taylor Strecker. God bless her. And she was like, oh my God, we got a voicemail. So we have a voicemail for this show, also for the Taylor Strecker show. You guys, I, this is a good time to plug it. If I mean, better time now than ever. So we have a voicemail. And if you guys want to like leave voicemails, ask questions, give feedback, like, Aah! hey! really want it to be for feedback. I'd actually, that's where the DMs are for. I really, the intention of the voicemails is like, we want to start doing some more podcasts where like you guys ask questions and like, it's like a and A, but like with voicemails. So we set up a voicemail account and it's through my website. So you have to go to www.taylorstrecker.com. Okay. And then like right smack dab in the middle. It's like, you can click a link for taste of Taylor. You can click a link for the Taylor Strecker show, and then you can click the middle and that's like, leave a voicemail message. Okay. And I have not promoted it. So Very few people leave voicemails because I haven't promoted it. So anyway, start leaving voicemails because I wanna get you guys on the air. Now I will say this too. I believe if memory serves right, that there is a disclaimer on the voicemail that when you leave a voicemail here, you are agreeing to have it played potentially on the air. Now, I am not going to play this email because this lady is fucking banana cans and I don't need a lawsuit in 2024, okay? Um, And there's like, it's just not worth it to play her actual voice because that's what I've learned in radio. Like, it's not the things that people necessarily say. It's like their voice is like their property, their right. And if you don't get like consent, like I remember in radio, you would have to like, like even when you hear like uh prank calls on the radio, they actually do the prank calls, but after the prank call, they're not live. Because after the prank call, they have to like get written consent or like verbal consent from the person that got pranked that they can air it on the show. Like you have to consent to your voice being played on a public platform. So that is why I'm not going to play this voicemail, but I'm going to reenact it word for word for you guys. And so like the fact that I had to sit down... (laughs) And listen to I listened to it with my wife Then my mom and dad wanted to listen to it So I had to listen to it with my mom and dad Then my sister and brother-in-law came to Thanksgiving and we were like Oh my god, I have to do this voicemail So I, I I have listened to this goddamn voicemail so many times and then today I had to sit down and transcribe this voicemail like The punishment does not fit the crime But I wanted to get the cadence and the exact wording down for you guys because it's so fucking good and this woman was so fucking pissed. But anyway, so this woman, so Tay, it's Thanksgiving. She's like, oh my God, there's a voicemail. It's really bad. Do you want to hear it? So Tay plays it for me. And I'm kind of like, oh. when I first hear it, I'm like, oh my God, bitch. Like, and, she was like, and Tay was like, should I not have read that to you? And I was like, maybe not, actually. It kind of hurt my feelings. And then the more and more I listened to it, like, the funnier and funnier it got, because it's really, when you really strip it down and you go through, if you really break down, like, the process that this woman had to go to to get to this end result is honestly so unhinged and unwell and crazy, like, girl, blink twice if you need help. Like, she's here to make me feel bad and like the crazy one, but hunty, I'm going to do a dramatic and it's honestly not dramatic it's an authentic interpretation of the voicemail that was left for me okay a woman literally went to my website literally clicked leave a voicemail and literally left this for me I think it's also important to note, too it was very clear that this woman must have written this out okay so like she's reading from a script she's written for herself so she can leave a concise and cutting ooh, sick burn voicemail for me so but you can like tell she's reading. And it took me a couple listens to actually realize it. My brother in law actually was the one that realized it. He was like, Taylor. This is the greatest thing in the world. He was like, think of all the steps this person took. And he, like, did a reenactment of it. And we, like, with, like, hand gestures. It was the fucking most tele- I've never, my brother-in-law's funny. I've never, ever laughed this hard at him. Ever. It was chef's kiss. Like, make it a skit, put it on SNL. How fucking hilarious. So, like, she hears me on Stasi talk about Brittany Mahomes, right? And she is furious. She does not like what I have to say about Brittany Mahomes. So then she's like, I'm going to get her, I'm going to get her, I'm going to get her. Who is this person? I'm going to get her. And then she like, I don't know, looks me up on Instagram or looks me on TikTok or Googles me somehow in an effort to figure out who I am, she lands on my website, which I didn't even know existed. And then... On the website, she sees it. she gives him a voicemail. She's like, this is what I'll do. I'm not going to DM her. I'm not going to leave a comment on one of her pictures. I'm not going to write in just straight up with Stasi. I'm not going to go to Stasi's Patreon. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a formal complaint in audio form with a voicemail. And then she's all beep, boop, beep, bop, beep, 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 boop. Bring, 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 because that's what it takes to leave a voicemail. And then she, like, starts to leave it, and then she probably, like, oh, no, not right. You know what I mean? When you, like, leave a voicemail, that's important to you. Like, you need more than one take. So then she probably, like, tried it a couple times, couldn't actually do it, and then she was like, fuck it, I'm going to go write a script. So then she's, like, sitting at her computer, fucking keyboard confidence, typing away, and then she's, like, (laughs) running outside, and she's like, no, no, got to go back. Oh yeah. oh yeah that's what I'm gonna say to her like she's going through so many fucking steps to get to this end point and then when she finally thinks she's got like the perfect fucking zingers then she beep boop ba boop beep bring bring again takes a deep breath your take on Brittany Mahomes on Stasi's podcast was absolutely disgusting I've never heard of you before and I hope I never do again Brittany Mahomes is a lovely person. She is very well-liked, loved, and respected here in Kansas City. Taylor Swift chose to be her friend. That's why she's in the group. And then she like pauses for like three beats. One, two. Ridiculous that you have an opinion about it, says the woman who's leaving a voicemail that she wrote a script out to for me. Okay, just did I know anyway. She goes on saying this. Taylor Swift is a girl's girl and likes other girls and good friendships. Pause. I'm sorry. You don't know about that. I will not listen to Stassi's podcast again. (laughs) And of course, I won't listen to you because I don't even know who you are. (laughs) That hurt. That hurt. And then this is how she ends it. Gross. Hang up. The end. End scene. Can you even? I love that the woman, the, uh, I have an opinion on Brittany Mahomes because I'm a fucking podcaster and I'm a loser, but like that's my job is to like have opinions on things. But you know what is ridiculous? You going through all those steps and writing a motherfucking so you could go to my website to see. Bitch, you know exactly who I am. You left a voicemail on my website. You know me better than you know anyone in the world after that little inspector gadget fucking cia investigation of me to get to a place where you can really fucking put me in my place and she like really leaned into like i don't even know you you're irrelevant to me who are you it's like bitch i'm clearly important to your dumbass. if you didn't know me before you know who i am now and like you're gonna threaten to listen to stassi's podcast i'm on once a month just skip just skip the episodes i'm on don't punish stassi for my bad behavior What are you, Brittany Mahomes fucking aunt? And if you're not, this is really embarrassing for you. Also, I have a friend, he is from Kansas City and he's like, yeah, no, because I, of course, play this voicemail for him too because I'm a woman obsessed with this woman. We're both obsessed with each other, but like also hate each other and we're like so like don't care about each other. But my friend from Kansas City, he was like, we don't like Brittany Mahomes in Kansas City. No, that's not a thing. Maybe some people do, but it's not like a generalized thing. So anyway, I just love that she ends it with go. She's like, I know how I'm going to end this gross gross out of all my years of bad behavior and out of 2023 with all of the times i put my motherfucking foot in my mouth Brittany mahomes would be the bitch that took me down anyway guys new year new may (laughs) am i right am i right Let's get real. I'm going to be the exact same motherfucking mess I've always been in 2024. That's my brand, okay? She's got to stay on brand. But you know, I'm aware of it. I'm going to try to do better, um, mostly for my wife, a lot for my own mental health because I create a lot of shame spiraling in my own brain. Um, And a little bit for you guys. I think you guys. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you would like me to not. Maybe you enjoy the chaos That is my life. I am the chaos queen after all. That is it for me. Have a great rest of your holiday. Have a great New Year's Eve. And we'll be back in 2024. You guys don't forget, rate, review and subscribe. It's literally the way that you tip me and all your other fellow podcasters. I love you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. Literally, 2023 was a fucking fabulous year for Taste of Taylor. I am so appreciative to you guys. And let's make 2024 even better. I love you so much. Until next year.